0: welcome to who killed the radio star my name is steve haynes and
1: i'm sick as shit wah, wah, wah. we've called him that for years yeah uh that's call me sas sick as shit they call me sass call me sassafras my name's tyler i'm not feeling great guys I am I apologize if my voice sounds worse than usual. I think I'm, I'm sounding okay right now, but I've been sick for about a week. Gross. And you, you have been? You're
0: really close to me right now.
1: Yeah, I think I'm okay now, but um, we you might have to uh, press the cough button a couple times. You were with me on Monday, and I was on death's door. Is there a cough button on this? I don't think so. Monday? Yeah. I left, I left base, after baseball on Monday. Everyone's like, come to the bar, and I'm like, no, nah, I got to record. Monday. And then you came over. Or you were here already. I think you're here all day. Oh, already. yeah. Escaping yeah. the heat yeah. in my uh, much better house. <laughs>
0: Tyler's a better house, so sometimes I just come hang out in it. I know how to get in.
1: Yeah, he lives close, and Steve lives in like a century home that is like an easy bake oven when it's hot. Eh? When you get those 30 plus 30 degrees Celsius temperatures, it gets real hot in there, let me tell you. I
0: also feel like there might be a ghost in there.
1: I don't believe in ghosts. So. I,
0: look, I know, but I in the middle of the night around
1: in the middle of the night,
0: th- middle of the morning, really three. Stevie
1: heard a little ghost,
0: uh, heard a little ghost. I'll just let him finish here. <laughs> around three a.m. Like
1: holding back the cough man.
0: <laughs> three a.m. in the morning, Tyler. I've been hearing the banging noise coming from my attic.
1: Okay, well, what's more likely, ghost or the fact that your house is just going to fall over one day?
0: A person hung themselves in the attic and a ghost is hanging there and it bangs during the witching hour.
1: Are you aware of someone who... Just like I do. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Are you aware of anyone who's killed themselves in your house?
0: It's really not true. Um, Okay. I'm not aware, but some people definitely have. I mean, that house has been around for a long time.
1: Yeah, a long time. Yeah, this house is only... My house is uh, an 82, and I believe... There was a family here for a very long time, so I, we saw the sale history on the house when we bought it last year, two years ago, or whatever, and it got sold in like twenty, like two thousand and ten, and then again in like twenty fourteen, and then again in like twenty seventeen. So lots of lots of people could so have died. There's only like four families, but your your house has probably had like over a hundred people living in it at one point or another, and dying in it, and dying in it. Oh, definitely dying.
0: Speaking of which, we are here today to talk about something else that died. The music. The music. And, and also, in, well, you know, people were involved too. Right? Yeah. People also died.
1: Well, did they though? And that's what we're here to talk about. They
0: did. Yeah. We're here to talk about the day the music died, which is the ill-fated crash that Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper. Maybe. All perished in.
1: Yep. Yep. Sad day. What was it, 1950-something? 1959. Okay, not bad, not
0: bad. It so was...
1: that was the end of the, that was the beginning of the, the 60s, really, if you really think about it. Oh, and if these
0: guys rolled into the 60s, it would have been a whole different game.
1: What does is, what is Big Bopper's music career look like in the 60s? Does he take a hard left and, like, lean into the psychedelics?
0: Do any of these guys do acid, and what happens?
1: Oh, boy. Oof. Does Buddy Holly do acid and realize he never needed the glasses all along?
0: Now he's just called Bop.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's called uh, BB <laughs> BB Purr.
0: It happened on February third, nineteen fifty nine. Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper, whose real name JP Richardson, okay, were all killed in the plane crash near Clear Lake, Iowa, together with the pilot Roger Peterson. What do you think JP Peterson stands for?
1: Well, it could be uh, it could have some uh, French in him. It might be Jean Paul. The, usually, JP is, is Jean Paul or John Paul because of uh, the Catholicism. Because there's a Pope John Paul the first and the second.
0: Well, he's not a po- he's not a Pope. He's a big bop.
1: I'm just saying that like there was, a, there was the the name John Paul. You know, two of uh, Jesus' disciples. Nope. Wait, disciples are just two of the people who wrote books. Not a big uh, butlers. A big, not a big Christian guy here. They're they're called butlers. Yep, the big butlers.
0: I know that the J stands
1: for Giles. Giles with a J. Giles Perry. Giles is usually with a G. Well, this is Giles. This was a J, man. Giles Perry. Wow. Did. That was off the board for what I thought JP could stand for. Big
0: Bopper's real name is Giles Perry Richardson Jr.
1: Jr. And uh, the Big Bopper is from where exactly? See, I was going to say Louisiana for the Jean-Paul, but that's already been thrown out. Born in Texas. Oh, okay. Didn't see that coming. Which part of Texas? Sabine Pass. No idea where that is. Okay, cool. Not one of the big ones. Didn't die in Texas,
0: though. It died in Clear
1: Lake. Yes, in and, and Iowa. <laughs> as
0: we established. Iowa. So so let's get into it. So let's get into it. This whole thing started as a 24 date tour in 1959. It was called the Winter Dance Party. Oh. It's a great name for a tour. Okay. It, it, it gets everything across. It implies that it's going to be a dance party, and it implies that it's going to take place through the winter.
1: Right. Starting on January 23rd. <laughs> So that's winter. A <laughs> <it>. little late. A <laughs> little late for the winter dance party.
0: Well, it's it, it was across the, the Midwest, United States. 24 different cities in 24 days with no days off. Oh, Jesus. In the Midwest in January, that's still winter, baby.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's, you know, that's cool. That's
0: a cool. very, that's very the, cool winter. If
1: they're all the way up at Iowa. And then it's Midwest, so we're talking like Chicago, Minnesota, Milwaukee, potentially. And then maybe like further south into the Midwest. but. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking cold, you know? Chicago gets, like, Canada-level cold in the winter.
0: So the tour consisted of, of course, Buddy Holly, Big Bopper, and Reggie Valens, but also Dion and the Belmonts were also involved. Oh, that's right. They were all on this tour together. Buddy Holly brought along with him his own backing band, who served as a band for everyone, really. And the band consisted of Waylon Jennings on bass. Did not know that. Tommy Alsop on guitar. I
1: don't know who that is.
0: Carl Bunch on the drums. And they're the opening vocals of Frankie Sardo.
1: Frankie Sardo. I didn't know Waylon Jennings was a member of Big Bopper's band. <laughs> uh, of Well, of Buddy
0: Holly's band. But in, no, sorry. in terms of this, he did. They, this was the backing band the Big for VH. everyone else, for the Big Bopper, for Richie Valens. I mean, you have to assume the Belmonts were involved with Dion. Yep. But I've heard that they're just a bunch of anthropomorphic cigarettes. that's fun that's fun for people who know Canadian cigarette brands
1: I don't think Belmont is really a brand in anywhere else but Canada maybe it's one of those ones that has a little bit of a presence in Europe I know some of the Canadian brands have a bit of a presence overseas same with the American ones Mm. honestly but yeah Belmont is a uh, well we have the Belmont
0: man right it's a lot like the Marlboro man But he looks a lot like. um, He's
1: like Joe Camel, but he's a moose.
0: He's a moose. Sometimes you see him in like Canadian Rockies garb, but he's a little more like. He's a little more casual, like the sleeves are ripped off.
1: Yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like the Mountie from WWF in the 90s. Except he's an anthropomorphic moose and he (laughs) smokes a ton of darts.
0: (laughs) So, as you said, the tour did begin on January 23rd. It quickly became apparent how poorly this thing was put together, that the transportation and traveling would become a major issue. Because as we said, this is the Midwest in the winter. These guys were traveling around in essentially were what were refurbished school buses. Oh, boy. Uh, buses that were not up to standard for school children. So repurposed and became these makeshift tour buses. But the buses were constantly breaking down, constantly switched out for replacements. They estimate that there were five different buses used throughout the tour. Everyone stayed on one bus. There was no road crew, so the band was all crammed in. All the bands, everyone was all crammed in Crammed there.
1: into a school bus. Carl Bunch is smoking <laughs> bong loads in the back corner.
0: Well, we don't know what they're smoking. It was the 50s. They're probably smoking like Perry One or something.
1: Yeah, was cannabis still... Yeah, cannabis was illegal at that point, definitely, 100%. <laughs> I
0: mean, up until like a couple years ago. No, but there was a point where cannabis <laughs>
1: was legal, and then it was used, it was illegal. Oh, I see what you're saying. It was, it was criminalized as a tool against the beatniks and the brown people, essentially, like anyone who wasn't just like a straight-up wasp. A wasp? Yeah, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Oh, there it is. America was built on wasps.
0: I like to think of an actual, like, little, like a wasp, like a bee with a little George Washington wig on. <laughs> little Abraham Lincoln hat and a beard.
1: Four score and seven buzz ago. That's bad. No, cut that. That's bad. Get it out of here. Ask not what you can do for your honeycomb. Nope. That's not it either. Okay. I'll do it. Um, I'll do anything for a honeycomb. Ask not what your hive can do for you. Ask what you can do for your hive.
0: Is honeycomb a Canadian brand too? Is that Canadian
1: cereal? Oh... Honeycomb, honeycomb, you want honeycomb. I'll do anything for a honeycomb. Was honeycomb says, the name of the cereal? I'll, I'll, I'll slit your throat for a honeycomb. God, I love a fucking honeycomb. Is honeycomb still around? That's what I'm saying. Dear God, that was a great cereal. But if you remember when
0: we were kids, honeycomb's mascot was more of like a Mighty Max character. Again, an obscure reference for anyone who remembers Mighty Max. <laughs> this is a little boy who went on mighty adventures, right? It was kind of like a young Indiana Jones... Type oh. character who in the commercials was oh, yeah. always coming across as golden honeycomb.
1: That's right.
0: Then okay. it eventually got replaced with like a rabies stricken little beast.
1: <laughs> Tasmanian <laughs> devil of sorts. A little creature that he, desired honeycomb he more was, than anything. He was feral oh, for yeah. honeycomb. Yeah. He like, no wonder he was so fucked up. He was just only eating honeycomb. Probably had scurvy. <laughs> you no know, vitamin C in honeycomb. I
0: don't know. Comb. Starts with a C. Well,
1: the vitamin comb. Have you had your daily dose of vitamin comb? (laughs) I sure haven't because I'm bald as fuck.
0: That's right. You are. (laughs) So this tour was not mapped out properly at all. Instead of just looping around the Midwest, they instead zigzagged between cities across the Midwest with some distances between stops exceeding 400 miles. Or if you're a normal person, 640 kilometers.
1: Jesus Christ, that is way too far in the Midwest. There, like in the winter, population density. There. In the winter, not crazy, but like still.
0: Out of all the buses they use, only one bus actually had a working heating system
1: inside, Whoa. and
0: and that and it broke down almost in immediately. January,
1: February. Yeah, and it broke immediately. When was the right day away. of the crash? February third. Right. Okay. So they were only on tour for like a week and a bit but, at this point. Uh, like two weeks. Yeah. 24.
0: 23rd. January 23rd to February 3rd.
1: Yeah, so just almost two weeks in a 24...
0: <laughs> with a show every day. So what that means that in between each stop, you're just driving. Yep. 10 to 12 hours. Yep. In a freezing bus with no heaters or, or anything. We don't even know if that...
1: won't shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> He's just, just going, come constantly. on, baby. Whoa, He's just practicing okay, it. <laughs> come on, baby. 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 But. But.
1: But. But. <laughs> If you listen to enough Big Bopper, you'll get that. <laughs> um, do we know the origins of the Big Bopper? Like, is, why is his name the Big Bopper? I mean, this isn't about the Big Bopper. This is about his death. Is this a chubby checker fats domino situation where he was just fucking naming himself after some other guy named, like, Large Header or something? Is it a Babe Ruth thing? Babe Ruth? I don't know where I'm going with that one. But, you know, What's a Big Bopper from? He just, he had the bops and he was large. It's not a misnomer, right? He was a big fat man. He was a he was a big old guy. He's a yeah. He's a big man.
0: He, he wore these big. He wore like um, like almost like a zoot suit type situation.
1: I don't know if this has come up on the podcast before. It's definitely come up on podcasts we've done in the past. Whether it was our our old now defunct comic book podcast or the first edition of this podcast that was hosted by you and some other douchebag. There's <laughs> a but, lot a lot of a lot of old podcasts. <laughs> but uh, the whole chubby checker fats domino thing, that shit's wild. That. That I think Fats Domino is the original, and then Chubby Checker is just like, I'm just going to take his name.
0: Well, you have to explain this for listeners, huh?
1: Well, Fats Domino, Fat Chubby Domino, Checkers, Chubby Checker. Same guy. No. Two different guys. Two different guys. <laughs> I think Chubby Checker is the impersonator. Oh, I see what you're saying. But it's like... uh um, jacked the name. Yeah. It's, it's just like being like, you know what? I really like Taylor Swift. I'm going to name myself... Uh uh, 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 what's another female male name? Uh, Tyler? Nope. No, maybe, I guess. I know girls named Tyler. girls named Tyler. Not many. Tyler They're Swaft. Like Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Fast.
0: Okay. You know? What about instead of Justin Timberlake, you had Jared Wooden River?
1: Okay. All right. All right. Taylor is an occupation. Okay. Maybe it could be like Hatter Fast. Cobbler Swift. Cobbler. <laughs> Cobbler Speedy, <laughs> Cobbler Speedy, one of the most famous women's artists of the 2030s. She's unfortunately coming.
0: unfortunately perished in a in a plane crash.
1: <laughs> no, it's 2030. She perished in a in a rocket accident. Some sort of fucking in some
0: sort of UAP related accident. You see the aliens?
1: Uh, yeah. Woo! Yeah. Sure. Woo. Oh, woo. Yes. Woo. Check it out,
0: people. Open your eyes. Rick over Open here. your ears. All right. There's really not a lot. There's really not a lot going on. Like they're saying, they're blowing a lot of whistles. I haven't heard any whistles yet, no, actually. It's but a
1: lot of uh, misdirection. It's,
0: a, it's enough for me. It's, it's enough for me to get bopping and, and get my big bopper bopping. I'm gonna fuck that alien. Okay. So every day they were traveling with ten to twelve hours and these freezing midwinter temperatures and this old janky bus. The majority of the so the, this is the thing is the majority of the interstate highway didn't exist at this
1: point. That's right. Yeah, so that does predate it.
0: They do have variations of highways, but they're they're, they're narrow little rural jank roads. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're driving on these small roads that are twisting all over the place. They're zigzagging back. They're twisting. Across, they're turning. Across the Midwest. They're flipping. They're flopping. So it didn't take long before they started getting sick because they were basically just sitting in a cold ice box for 12 hours a day. Yep. The Big Bopper and Richie Valens began having flu-like symptoms. Oh, I don't
1: feel so good, baby.
0: Go see your doctor. And the drummer Carl Bunch was hospitalized.
1: Yeah, cuz he was smoking fucking bongs with no. snow water.
0: No, hot. No. Remember when we saw that guy smoke the bong with the river water?
1: Yeah, and then he fell out of a tree. He fell out of a tree. And he didn't die. He didn't die. Well, I mean, he didn't die then. Then. He may have died an hour later in the hospital.
0: Carl Bunch was hospitalized for severely frostbitten feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. After the bus had stalled on a highway in Michigan, they replaced the bus and kept on moving. They also needed to replace the drummer,
1: because when your drummer gets frostbitten feet, to that extent... (laughs) You either have to completely abandon the hi-hat and the bass drum, or get a new drummer.
0: And for this type of music, that's a big... You know, it's kind of like... That's 75% of the drums.
1: true. It's pretty heavy heavy on the hi-hats and the bass.
0: So with Carl Bunch in the hospital... The rest of them took turns playing drums for each other because, you know, people can, um, people can usually just play the drums.
1: You can play very basic drums easily. Yeah. You know, you just boom clap, boom clap. That's coming from two drummers here.
0: So you had Buddy Holly playing the drums for Dion. Dion playing the drums for Richie. Richie playing the drums for Buddy Holly. So on February 2nd, after arriving in Clear Lake for a show at the local surf ballroom.
1: Okay. Nothing says surf ballroom like fucking frozen January temperatures in Iowa.
0: (laughs) Buddy Ollie got extremely frustrated with the conditions and he had had enough of what they were dealing with. And this is when he decided he wanted to fly to the next venue Uh and chartered his own flight Uh for him and his band.
1: Bad idea, buddy.
0: This is where, you know, it ends up being, I don't know about this
1: plane, buddy. (laughs) This big bopper. Oh, I don't. I don't know about this BH. This plane looks like that bus that keeps breaking down, baby.
0: (laughs) So the next show is in Moorhead, (laughs) Minnesota. Nice. And Holly chartered the plane to fly him and his band to Fargo, North Dakota. Don't you know? The flying service charged a fee of thirty-six dollars per passenger. Wow. And they ended up they ended up flying on a beechcraft bonanza.
1: Oh, now look at this plane.
0: This looks like what Launchpad McQuack flew flew around in with the Rescue Rangers or whoever the fuck. Launchpad
1: McQuack is Ducktales. Yeah, Rescue Rangers. They flew on that that pelican or whatever. And Baloo was their pilot. Oh yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? Jesus Christ, that's a memory. You know, I as a child owned Rescuers Down Under and had no idea there was an original Rescuers movie until I was like 16. It's not the first one's not as good as Down Under. Really, I love Down Under. Down Under's I the best. I had a great time with it. Down Under's the a best. A lot of treasured memories from Down Under. It's really good. They need to make a new one. Except they really it, would, it would be yeah, awful. Yeah. It would be like it'd be so hip. CGI animated, it would be Chris Pratt would voice everyone. Yeah, of course, yes.
0: I just don't I just don't want that.
1: Huge jacked man would play the the Australian Whatever it was. I think it was an albatross. Yeah, it would just be Chris Hemsworth with a beak on his
0: face. <laughs> <laughs> so, famously, this whole thing, the day the music died, was sung about in a song oh, by Dom Weird McClane. Al,
1: it was a cover of a Weird Al Yankovic song.
0: Dom McClane.
1: Yeah, he covered a song <laughs> called... Uh, well, what is the name of that song? It's not this here Anakin guy. It's... it's, uh, it's, it's the Franchise Begins, the Sequel... It's, it's, I think it is sequ- something, like something. something like that. The Sequel Begins or something. Something like that. Weird Al. I know every word to that fucking song, and I do not know every word to American Pie. And every time American Pie comes on, I can't help but sing. The story begins, or whatever it's called. Don't know the name of it, but I know every fucking (laughs) word to it. Well, a popular misconception. Don McLean (laughs) originally wrote the song. In fact, it was a cover.
0: (laughs) Originating from that song was that the plane was actually called the
1: American Pie. Or American oh, Pie. That sounds like some pre-internet bullshit, right there. There's, there's,
0: there's no, there's no. That's not real. The real name of it was N three seven nine four N because it's a plane, <laughs> and that was just its registration number. Yeah,
1: it's not a boat. People don't name planes. <laughs> People aren't like the, you know, the I, summer of George.
0: I mean, it's a Beachcraft Bonanza, which also sounds like it could have been a great Beach Boys song.
1: Beachcraft Bonanza. Yeah, yeah. I also also could be the name of a boat. The thing with these Beechcraft Bonanzas is that—is it a puddle jumper? Does it have fucking whatchamacallits on it? No, it doesn't. Well, this one doesn't, anyways. I don't know if that's a thing that could be like retrofitted. You know those like uh, you know those little boy buoyant buoyant rails they put on them.
0: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I I feel like that's a that's a feature. Yeah, it's an attachment. The Beechcraft Bonanza was introduced in 1947 by the Beech Aircraft Corporation. Bet you didn't see that coming. They're six-seaters, single-engine aircrafts, and they're still being produced by Beechcraft to this day. More than seventeen thousand Bonanzas of all variants have been built.
1: <laughs> That's almost as many Bonanza episodes. It's, Am I right, folks? It's
0: close. It's close. Am I right? I like. I know that our listener, bases, Little John, they love Bonanza, uh, the old-timey uh, fucking Western uh, show from the a, from the I don't even know when it is, the fifties.
1: It's like, it was like the longest running show before the Simpsons passed them. What about MASH? One of those like 25 season motherfuckers. What about
0: Coronation Street? What uh, about Doctor different. Who? Well, because Coronations, it's British? No, because it's like... Because it's on the BBC?
1: No, because it's like a soap opera. It's a five a, a five a week. It's a five a weeker. What about Doctor Who? Um, that is not... It doesn't have a lot of episodes, I don't think.
0: You are incredibly wrong.
1: Did you know that there is like tons of Doctor Who episodes that just don't exist anymore? Yes. That's pretty fucking wild. I do know And they that. discovered like another 10 or 20 in like Nigeria like five or six years ago, just like in the basement of some broadcast station.
0: And there's one, yeah, there's, they're all loss of time because they're, cause they're that old, a lot of them. And there's that one that had that weird airing where, do you know that thing where it's like the Max Headroom thing aired in the middle of it? And no. it was like this weird... I know
1: about the Max Headroom thing, but... Well, like
0: Max Headroom, right? Yeah. Is a thing. If you don't know th- th- what that is, it was a it was a show that's... I mean, look it up. I'm not going ex- well, to like originally... explain Max Headroom. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but there was a broadcast of Doctor Who that cut to imagery of Max Headroom and then it had really fucking strange audio and nobody can explain what happened there. <laughs> Anyways, this isn't
1: about that. I think the original Max Headroom was actually, like, a primordial hack.
0: A primordial
1: they, hat? They they hacked into the television signal and broadcast. I can't remember if it was, like, a fake hacking. Like, I can't remember if it was, like, they, uh, what's the word? I'm like, a hoax. I'm pretty sure it was legit the first time. But then those people who did it, I'm pretty sure, like, completely sold out. And they were doing Pepsi commercials, like, six, seven years later.
0: Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Well, the most widely accepted version of the events that that follow once this plane is chartered is that, uh, because initially, Buddy Holly, the the plane was for him and and his band. Keep in mind, these these guys, the Big Bopper, Richie Valens, and Dion and Belmonts, they were getting big. They weren't
1: Buddy Holly big. They
0: weren't Buddy Holly big. They were were new hit sensations.
1: There's no Weezer song called fucking Richie Valens, you know, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there might be. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there might be like a B-side on Pinkerton.
0: But the most widely accepted version of what happened here is that the Big Bopper, having contracted the flu recently, he, he he asked Waylon Jennings for his seat on the plane. And when Buddy Holly learned that Jennings was not going to fly...
1: How did I live my entire life not knowing that Waylon Jennings was in Buddy Holly's band and almost died on this flight? <laughs> I don't fucking understand how I've went my entire existence... Like, This is a well-known event, maybe not for some of you youngins out there, but as people who were raised by Simpsons fucking reruns of people who were affected and called back a lot of 50s, 60s, 70s stuff, we have, I I would like to think we both have a cursory knowledge of pop culture events from 30 years before we were born, just on the basis of watching some of this media that, that fed off of it. How did I fucking never know this, that Waylon Jennings was a part of this? Simpsons didn't do it. I suppose so. I just, just never heard this. It's just so weird to me that this never, I never knew this. Anyways, continue.
0: Well, this is, uh, this is you know, allegedly. But when Buddy Holly, and this, and this is tough, right? But when Buddy Holly learned that Jennings was not going to fly with him, Holly said to him and Jess, Well, I hope your damn bus freezes up. And mm. Jennings responded back, Well, I hope your old plane
1: crashes. Mm. I don't know if that's real. Well, of course, you know. These people did a lot of drugs. I don't think Waylon Jennings is like a reliable narrator. You know what? We both have done more drugs than than any of them probably did. No,
0: come on. They died when they were like 20.
1: We're not... Uh, You bring up a really good point. (laughs) Just like on... Like, maybe not drugs per day. I'm
0: talking about aspirin, Tylenol.
1: Cumulative drug use, perhaps. We have done more. Oh, and then, steroid oh, yeah. creams mm, yeah. we gotta <laughs> work on the conversion here like it's like one bong load the equivalent of like two millimeters of steroid cream
0: I don't even know if they had bongs I don't think the bong was invented
1: what do you mean the bong is like one of <laughs> the world's first inventions says you There was fucking cavemen smoking out of stone bon- smoking dandelions out of stone bongs we just don't know
0: we just don't know so um so apparently Richie Valens asked Alsap for his seat on the plane. And the two agreed to a
1: coin toss. Oh, we will toss a coin to we determine. We will play a game of chance. A game of chance to see who gets the seat on the plane.
0: And uh, if that is to be believed, of course, Valens did win the coin toss and ended up on the plane.
1: Coin, toss. Coin mm.
0: no, I can't say Coin mm. toss. In contradiction to that, Dion of Dion and the Belmonts. And the Belmonts had said that Holly approached him, along with Valens and Big Bopper, to join the flight, and not Holly's bandmates. Dion said that Holly called him, Valens, and Big Bopper into an empty dressing room during one of uh, Frank Sardo's opening performances, and he said, I've chartered a plane. We're the guys making the money. I chartered a plane. We're the guys making the money. We should be the ones flying ahead.
1: Flawless. I feel like that's how they pride Perfect. talk. Perfect, buddy, Holly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> The only problem is there are only two seats available. And according to Dion, it was Valens, not Big Bopper, who had fallen ill. So Valens and Dion flipped a coin for the seat. So this is just like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter because then Dion says that he actually won the coin toss. Okay. But he decided that because since the, the fare of flying on this plane, $36 a pop,
1: mm-hmm.
0: was the equivalent Of to what his parents had paid for the apartment that he grew up in, he couldn't justify taking a flight for that amount of money. Thirty six dollars. I
1: hate that. Hate that
0: sentence. Imagine paying that for rent. Even equivalent to twenty to here is a conversion to twenty twenty two dollars, thirty six dollars would be three hundred sixty
1: dollars. Reasonable. No less. Like I try to go under that for my trips home to Ontario, but I think the average flight home is probably 500 when you have luxuries involved and stuff. Yeah. It's just like we're poor people so we try to get the good seats. I guess
0: yeah, I mean I guess it, guess it makes sense. If I if I was in that situation, I was in that bus for a fucking 2 weeks already, I absolutely would have done it.
1: Yeah. Cuz like who what are they make per show, you know? Probably mm-hmm. about that. They can't be making any less than 300 bucks a show. I don't
0: know what the surf ballroom is paying. That was like a super <laughs> last minute gig that they just sort of squeezed in there,
1: but what I was thinking is Buddy Holly dies in 59. Buddy Holly the song comes out in what? 99? No, probably more like 95. Yeah. So we're getting close to the point where we're equidistant from the song Buddy Holly coming out than when Buddy Holly came out after Buddy Holly died. I don't like that. Well, I don't like that one bit. It's... Hopefully
0: Rivers Kumos doesn't get on a plane that day. <laughs> For a UAP.
1: I think some people would be okay with Rivers dying. Not us. Nope. I'm a big Weezer. No, I'm not really. I, I'm a big Weezer fan of everything that they I, are not popular for. I, I,
0: I fucking hate Weezer, but I don't want anyone to die. I want some people to die.
1: <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm comfortable saying that. It's true. I'm, I'm okay. I would wish death true. upon many people, actually. It's true.
0: Now, of course, we, we, we hit the flight. Right, and this is actually you know plane crashes are a pretty topical thing for us. It turns out we've talked about a few different ones. It's probably one of the topics we've come back to the most. Yeah, with Leonard Skinner and uh, Pipple and Skinnerd you know
1: Pipple Malaysian fight. There are a lot of plane you know, crashes. Brady Spears is secretly a plane. Yeah, she is a plane. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> She's <laughs> a Cessna.
0: This one partly due to um, it being in 1959, to technology being what it, what it was at the time, and just. The lack of documentation of all of this, a lot of this is put together by, by like
1: Buddy Holly historians yeah. and stuff like that, right? There's not a lot of oversight on, on flight in 1959, I, I don't think.
0: Yeah, they don't really know. So they don't really know a lot about what happened. They, I guess they have figured things out. They have to do some things. There's no black but, boxes
1: in 1959. I don't think so. No. No way.
0: It was, it was a green box. And it was full of weed because cannabis was legal.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right, guys. That's right.
0: <laughs> but basically, you know, the plane took off normally from the runway and they sort of watched it take off. And then eventually, you know, they were able to see the, the taillight for, for most of the brief flight and then, and, then, and then it couldn't be seen anymore. They climbed to about 800 feet and the plane sort of disappeared. It was really bad flying conditions. And again...
1: Winter in the Midwest. Winter in the Midwest. (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine it was great, especially in, like, a little puddle jumper like that.
0: So the plane didn't arrive to its destination, and uh, later that morning, they uh, retraced the planned route by air, and around uh, 9.35 a.m., they spotted the wreckage uh, less than six miles northwest of the airport, so they did not make it very far. The Bonanza had impacted at high speed, Estimated to be around 170 miles per hour. A massive
1: drop in altitude.
0: (sighs) They seem to have really uh, detailed out what happened here um, and figured it out. It banked 90 degrees to the right and in a nose down altitude. The right wing tip had struck the ground first, gouging a 12 by 12 deep furrow, crumpling, then breaking off. The fuselage then hit the ground right side down and bounced a few feet back into the air, traveling another 50 feet through the air simultaneously rolling inverted due to the remaining left wing still generating lift.
1: Oh yeah, they super dead right away.
0: The plane then struck the ground a final time in an inverted nose down position, the nose hitting and flipping the plane over into a right side up, tail first position. This is
1: getting haunting.
0: The momentum of the heavy engine caused the fuselage left wing remaining attached and intact to the end to roll upon itself into a virtual ball. Rolling it's nose over tail. That was
1: a virtual ball.
0: Rolling nose over tail across the frozen field for five hundred and forty feet or for the normal people out there, one hundred and sixty meters. <laughs>
1: oh, you really struggled with the meter part there. That's I don't know. Are you not one of the regular people?
0: <laughs> I haven't been regular for a long time. I'm very irregular. Long time. Before coming to rest tail first against a wire fence at the edge at the edge of a property.
1: So they died really quickly. I mean yeah, I don't
0: know if we want to no talk one about lived. The, I don't know if we should talk about the bodies here, but we're going to. The bodies of Holly and Valens were both ejected from the fuselage and lay near the plane's wreckage. Big Bopper's body had been thrown over had been thrown forty feet over the fence and into the cornfield.
1: Oh no. What are we, of we doing the, here? Of the neighbor. Okay, let's let's just back away from the grisly details of like, going fucking drip or drop here <laughs> on all this shit. So they died. Hopefully they died on their way down. Yeah. I think the massive loss and... Well, I guess it's not a pressurized cabin, right? Something like that. I don't think it's a pressurized cabin, really.
0: Well, so the, the county coroner reported that all four victims did die instantly. The cause of death being gross trauma to the brain.
1: Yeah, no shit.
0: Gross trauma for the three musicians and brain damage for the pilot. Which, I mean, it's all the same
1: thing. Yeah, see you later. Yeah
0: now you might have been saying oh this is you know this is you know this is really like this is tough right there's no conspiracies but maybe there are
1: conspiracies oh here we go forgot about the whole premise of this podcast didn't you guys (laughs) right at the end what do we got what do we got this time we got some dumb dumb saying that buddy holly knew too much about the russians and they were trying to shut him up or that fucking (laughs) big bopper was leaking (laughs) space secrets to fucking the 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 soviets What what are we doing here Richie um, Valens is a secret it. Chinese spy. These are all these are these are all these are all good. Well, they- Waylon Jennings was the, the CIA operative who made them all take the plane. He was the one booking the shitty buses that made them snap and buy the plane. Well, there was a
0: long-standing rumor here that there was actually a gun, a gunshot that
1: went off on the plane, and
0: that's what caused it to go down. What? man this is when you know, like Elvis was carrying guns. Everyone was carrying guns.
1: Okay, yeah, but I don't think a plane shot, short of shooting the pilot, would. Cause the plane well, to go down. That, that maybe that's what happened.
0: You don't know. This is a beach. This is a beach
1: craft. Craft. Uh, Banshee. No. Bonanza. Bonanza. <laughs> <see> <laughs> dun, that's right. Isn't that rawhide? No. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, All right. Well, yeah. it's not like the microphone's
0: is, uh, Yeah, the microphone is definitely not on the table. You're playing drums right now. We have another theory, right? That uh, that Big Bopper did not die,
1: right? Okay. Initially. So who did he be well, born? initially. He Wait a minute. Did,
0: he did die, but the reason Rodney he was- Rodney Dangerfield
1: is also fat. Yeah. He is could. Rodney Dangerfield, I mean, the big- He also kind of talked like this, baby. He just kind of put it a little bit more inflection on it, and you got the Big Bopper, you got Roger Dangerfield. That is incredible theory. <laughs>
0: And Robert and, and Roddy Dangerfield famously didn't start comedy until he was like forty one or forty two or something. Uh, yeah, so, I
1: think he was doing comedy his whole life, but he like had a full time job and was just like working clubs in his some fucking backwater town that he lived in. But then didn't proceed to try to get real famous until he got older. Some mm, shit like that. Take mm. my wife. I mean it. Take her. That's not a good Roddy Dangerfield, right there. No. no.
0: Um.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, the Big Bopper's son. J. Little P- Bopper. Well, they do call him Little Bopper. Oh, no. But his name is actually J. Perry Richardson. So also J.P., but not.
1: Not Giles. Not
0: Giles. It's
1: uh, Jonathan.
0: J. Perry Richardson. He actually had his father's body dug up and re examined in 2007. Oh, my God.
1: Fucking get over it, bud.
0: To verify the original coroner's findings and ask a forensic anthropologist to carry out the procedure and clone him. Um, they they did conclude that there were there you know there were no bullets or any sort of uh,
1: lodged into
0: the sort of, long uh, decomposed body gunshot here. there, and the, and the other theory is that because Big Barber's body was so far away forty feet that he actually had survived and he had <laughs> crawled out and uh, tried, to get, tried to get tried to get help two
1: hundred and seventy kilometers an hour. hour he then died but he crawled 40 270 feet. 270 kilometers an hour even if you're wearing a seatbelt. You are liquefied. I'm, you have to think they weren't.
0: It wouldn't no, matter. It wouldn't have mattered.
1: Absolutely not. That's why he was thrown forty feet from the fucking fuselage. Well, maybe he was trying to get help. And that's when Buddy Holly shot him in the back of the head, and then collapsed and died. <laughs> Come on, baby, baby, don't shoot me, Buddy Holly. I thought we were friends, baby. <laughs> well, actually, no. It was Waylon Jennings, the CIA operative. He was there to clean the job up.
0: They took several X-rays of Big Bopper's body, and eventually, you know, concluded that. Yeah, he, he, he fucking crashed into the ground at yeah. 300
1: kilometers an hour. He died from extensive uh, fractures to... Everything? Every bone
0: in his body. <laughs> yeah, no trace of, of lead, no trace of lead, or any form of bullet, or any indication he'd be shot. Just shattered. Um, you know, the original coroner's uh, report in 1959 was termed was correct. And, and that coroner's name was Coroner Smiley.
1: Oh, what a weird name for a coroner. Yeah. It's like mortician-friendly. So winter dance party was a fucking complete failure. I assume. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you got you know two weeks of dates, not even just complete fucking disaster. Made no money.
0: Lost a bunch of stars. They actually, they actually did continue. The remaining band members can con- continued? <laughs> yeah. Like
1: the next night. Um, Can't miss a date. Pretty pretty much. Uh, let Jesus me, let me Christ, guys! I finally did it. Probably got cut forty minutes in. <laughs> Finally coughed.
0: Yeah, so I mean, despite the horrific tragedy, the, the winter dance party did, con- it did continue. That is fucking madness. 15-year-old Bobby V was given the task of filling in for Bobby Holly at the, at the next... Bobby uh,
1: Holly? Spark plug Bob Holly? <laughs> Fuck off. a of fucking WWF fame? Yeah. Everyone's always trying to make... Every podcast about wrestling now. I'm tired of it. Well, you know, I kind of am because I watch too much wrestling. <laughs> Will is too, but he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about ever. Right, yeah. I actually know what a mark
0: is. Um, Bobby V... I know what kayfabe is. Bobby V basically got this... I know what a shoot is. Bobby V basically got this role because he just knew all the words to all of Buddy Holly's songs. Uh, Wailing Jennings and LSAP carried on for two more weeks with Jennings taking Holly's place as the lead singer. This is
1: preposterous. How the fuck did they continue touring? Shows shows got to go on. Like, did they just have contracts they couldn't get out of, and like the fucking cancel rate was insane? And like, we got to do it, or we're gonna be broke. And they, yeah, they probably still needed the money. I mean, it's their jobs. I guess.
0: And you're already in this shitty bus. You're already in the middle of a winter dance party.
1: I guess, yeah. You know, you got to stay warm with a winter dance party. You can't just switch it to the the summer. I guess. I guess. (laughs) Can't make it a spring dance
0: party. (laughs) Um, but that's. That's where we're going to leave off. I mean, it's a a horrific tragedy that affected and shaped music.
1: Yeah, like in all seriousness, it was the day that a certain kind of music died, whether it was naturally or, you know, like, you know, the music scene changed significantly in the 60s, of course. Like, just look at the career progression of the Beatles. Like, I think a lot of people who don't really listen to the Beatles or follow the Beatles, I think they understand that they were only a band for like 10 years. And all of that variety of music that they did. Like, starting off with Meet the Beatles and a lot of, like, teeny bopper 4-4 four, four time shit. It's only, like, five or six years later that they're taking acid in India and releasing Sgt. Peppers. Like, <laughs> it really did change quite a bit. And obviously, like, technological advances really increased everything. And the the rise of radio and television and, and being able to market these stars, it really changed the music game. But, uh it is the day like I think that is a, a, a an apt term because it is the day that a very specific type of music did die. You well,
0: know and, you know, it was that it was the end of a decade and music typically does sort of move with the decades
1: as well. Well, you know, all I heard one time is that we have 10 fingers.
0: Well, and that's eight, why maybe.
1: we're nope, thumbs a finger. We, um, okay, that's, a, that's the next podcast, is a four-hour debate on whether or not a thumb is a finger. Is a thumb, a finger. But yeah, we have 10 fingers, and we have 10 extensions on our hands, and so that is why base 10 is so important to us humans, and why we that's stupid. put so much... It's not. We have eight fingers. Oh, that's, what, that's the stupid part. Why don't I care about my ears? Why don't I be like, I have 10 fingers and two ears, so 12 because is important. that's also, like, this is how we count with our fingers, when we were dumb. That's why uh, threes and twelves and stuff are important to the Romans, because they counted by the the knuckles. And so you could do do multiplication. You could do three times three with your fingers.
0: And that's why music genres change?
1: No, I'm saying that's why we're obsessed with base ten, which is the form of counting we use, where we make a new increment every ten. That's why it's one zero. And yeah, it's... uh, so we put, a, we put more of an emphasis on decades, but I do think the turn from the 50s to the 60s is a very, very big jump. And you can get obsessed with decades, and sometimes it doesn't really work out as much. Like, I think the 80s kind of died in, like, 91 or 92, more than, like, 1990, you know what I mean? And I think the 70s kind of died in, like, 78 and yeah, i think i think right. the 60s though is a solid 60s 80s,
0: 80s died in the in the middle
1: yeah and i think the 50s kind of started right after world war 2 right so you know 48 or 47 whenever that was so yeah like it's i think there is a, a very accurate line of delineation though in 59 to 60 and the 60s were a very tumultuous and changing time and it was it was it was a crazy thing that happened and it's a thing you could point at and go this is There it is. The inciting event.
0: But most people don't know that it was called the Winter Dance
1: Party. Look, we need to... You know, people are bringing back Woodstock. They're bringing back Lollapalabla. They're bringing back Lilifair. We need to bring back Winter Dance Party. We're hitting up all the major areas. We're hitting up Davenport, Iowa. We're hitting up Madison, Wisconsin. We're hitting up Fort Wayne, Indiana. We're we're putting
0: on... The new winter dance party. We've got Boogie with a Hoodie. He's yep. playing it. We got the we ghost got, of Tom Jones. We got Big Nos X, which is Lil Nos X dressed as the Big Bopper. I love it.
1: <laughs> I absolutely adore it. We have we have all your favorite contemporary artists cosplaying as peoples from before they were born.
0: We have Rivers Gumos. He's, as
1: he's well. He's got to be Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. <laughs>
0: And the rest of Weezer as the crickets,
1: and we've got uh, you know we got we got uh, Megan the Stallion as Kurt Cobain, we <laughs> also, got,
0: and Frankie Sardo as himself. <laughs> Frankie Sardo's still alive, still <laughs> killing
1: it. The day the music died. The day, wait, wait someday I'll train this boy. I don't know, and we were singing my my this here Anakin guy oh, yeah. maybe vader someday yeah, later yeah. now he's just a small fry okay. We left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye saying soon i'm gonna be a jedi thank you for listening to this week's episode Soon I'm going to be a Jedi. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And we will see you again next week. Did you know this junkyard slave isn't even old enough to shave? How do you know all that? But he can use the force, they say. (laughs) And do you see him hitting on the queen, though he's just nine and she's 14 yeah he's we can put probably all of it in gonna marry her someday well i know he built c3po <laughs> and you're i you're only doing this for yourself